0: What is going on friends? Welcome or welcome back. I'm your host Dana Meyer and you're listening to the podcast day by Dana. I'm a certified personal trainer, a group fitness instructor, a business owner, and now your coach and your friend. This podcast covers various topics throughout your mental and physical health journey and how to take each step day by day. Whether you're on day 1, day 365 or attempt number 48 of your fitness journey, you are one step closer to becoming the best version of yourself just by clicking on this podcast episode. In today's episode exactly, we will be diving deep into how to establish a fitness routine, but most importantly, how to really stick to it. So, Real quick, last week, we just kind of went over who I am, what I do, and how I've gotten to this point in my own fitness and health journey. So if you're new or you missed last week, my very first episode, make sure to go give that a listen so that you're all caught up. In addition, don't forget to follow along on my Instagram and TikTok at day underscore I'm doing vlogmas over on TikTok right now. Super fun. I post new day in the lives every day. I'm actually kind of behind right now on uploading, but they'll all be up soon. Don't miss out. Speaking of vlogmas, I put this in one of my vlogs last week, I believe, but I made up a new journal prompt for myself that I do each night, and I've been really loving it. And wanted to share it with you guys, and maybe even make this like part of the introduction to each each episode um just kind of like something semi-interactive that we can do together so I'll introduce the prompt to you it's called 54321 i don't know if this is like something i actually made up or if i saw it somewhere on tiktok or something but i digress so if you're at home or you're in the office or something you can pause as we go and get out a notebook and pen your journal or open up your notes app on your phone and write along with me. If you're driving, save this for later, or you can just think about your answers in your head. Just pay attention to the road, please. <laughs> you can listen um, to what I have you know, to say about my day, or you can skip through my personal life and just write down your own answers. I just really want to emphasize in each episode of this podcast that the mental part of your journey is just as important as the physical aspects. All right, so we're going to get our mind right, and we're going to get our bodies right. Let's get right into it. First things first, we're going to start with five things that we're grateful for. For today. Remember, I usually do this at the end of my day. So if you're listening and it's morning time, maybe recap yesterday. Okay. So five things that I'm grateful for. I'm gonna go through mine really quick. One, my alarm going off this morning. I literally always get scared that my phone is gonna glitch in the middle of the night, but (laughs) nope, it went off. I got up, I went to work on time, I was at my workout and everything. Um, two, my body's healthy and it allows me to move. I was thinking about that today doing my awesome workout while I was on the treadmill like I was low-key hating it but I was like, you know what? I get to do this like my body allows me to keep moving. So that's always a good thing. Number 3, my brother, ill I'm literally cringing that that came out of my mouth right now. I'm not going to lie. But I've just had kind of a rough week and you checked on me yesterday. I thought that was really sweet. Um four, I'm grateful for my work-life balance. This is something that I didn't really feel like I had in the summer to be honest, and lately I've just really been feeling like I'm finding a good routine. And five, last but not least, you. I'm so grateful for you that you are listening along and that you're taking a step towards your own mental and physical health journey. And I'm just so freaking proud of you. Okay. Next is our number four. So four things I love about myself today. This can be kind of hard to do you guys. I, I don't blame you if you're like, oh, I do not want to do that. Just trust me on this one. Okay. Here are my four things, my ambition, my passion for helping others. I have a positive energy and I feel really strong today. I've, I love that I'm starting to rebuild the muscle that I've lost. Um, I just feel like I am kind of going back and forth between losing muscle and, and getting my endurance back, especially with Orange Theory. Like there's so much cardio going on there that I just feel like it's kind of easy to, to get in that groove of uh, doing cardio over and over and over again. And even though there is weightlifting and stuff involved in the rowing and even running and walking obviously builds muscle too, but I definitely feel like I was starting to kind of lose a lot of the muscle that I had built up during the last two years of my journey. Next is number three. We're gonna list three things that we are proud of ourselves for doing today Number one, I woke up on my first alarm guys. I'm literally one of those people that sets like 10 alarms I'm, not even kidding. My clock app is so messy y'all like I have a 515 a 517 521 533 Like it's so bad. Ask my boyfriend. Bryce literally wants to kill me any work night that we sleep together He's like, oh my god, shut that alarm up and get the fuck up Um, number two, I am proud of myself for getting through an anxiety attack today Little trigger warning. I won't talk too much about it, but I've been getting better, especially since going back on my anxiety medicine, but realizing when one is coming on and kind of being able to like talk myself out of it, if that makes sense, is something that I'm working on. It's something I'm definitely getting better at. So I'm really proud of myself, but no, I literally like had to get off the highway and have a snack because I was like shaking so bad. I had to text one of my friends. Anxiety sucks, man. I love all of you. And if any of you are struggling with it, I see you. And I hear you. Last but not least, number three, I'm proud that almost all of my Christmas shopping is done. My big account, not so proud, but I am. <laughs> okay. On to number two, two things that we hope tomorrow brings. Or if you're listening to this in the morning, uh, maybe two things that we hope today brings. Number one, I hope tomorrow brings me good health. And number two, I am going to dinner with a group of my girlfriends that I haven't seen in a few weeks. So I'm really excited. I hope tomorrow brings a lot of laughter and love. Your girl needs it right now. Okay, we're down to number one. So I like to do one thing that I could improve on or work on because I usually go to bed with like at least three to four things on my to-do list that are not crossed off. Plus, there's always something to improve on the way I look at it. Like stay proud, but stay humble, guys. We listed four things we love about ourselves. Now let's take a look at something that we might need to improve on. And this doesn't necessarily mean it has to be negative either, right? Like instead of putting, I need to stick to my calorie counting tomorrow, we could say, I need to stop looking in the mirror and putting myself down, or I need to stop being so hard on myself. But another one I like to do, if I can't think of anything for that, is what is one thing I did today that scared me? Because I think it's important to challenge yourself every freaking day. So one thing I did today that scared me was I increased my speed on the tread at Orange Orange Theory to 10.3, which I'm pretty sure is the fastest I've ever gone. And like, that may sound so silly, but I swear going fast on the treadmill is so scary, you guys. Like, that is freaking scary. And the thing about 54321 is like, this is supposed to be hard. Like, it's going to be really, really hard for the first few weeks or even a couple months. Like, five things I'm grateful for. Sometimes I seriously have to write waking up because it's like so hard to find things to be grateful for sometimes, especially when we're going through it, you know? This is kind of a dark time of year for some of us, but we have to make that conscious choice to embrace the bad and the good every day and just tackle each day with grace. It feels so awkward, like writing down things that you love about yourself, but eventually it will come more natural and you'll start to say nicer things to yourself, which is key in your fitness journey. I talked about this last week a little bit too in the Q&A section at the end of my podcast, but you have to learn to love yourself in order to start this journey. You cannot start this journey with the mindset of, I hate myself, I'm doing this because I'm fat or I'm doing this so that my crush will like me back. I'm doing this so that my family or friends stop commenting on my weight or appearance. I'm doing this to look good on my vacation. No, you are doing this because you love yourself. You want to be the healthiest version of yourself. And you're accepting that right now, the way that you look or feel is the way you look and feel. Okay. From this point forward, we're going to make conscious decisions that will positively impact our health day by day and take this journey one step at a time. It's not a race. It's not a quick one-and-done fad diet, 30-day cleanse. It is a journey, and it's going to take time. Moving on, let's get right on into how to start and establish a routine and how to stick with it. I feel like this is a great topic to cover right before the New Year. I'm not really huge into New Year's resolutions. Like, I truly believe that every day is a fresh start and you definitely don't need to wait until January 1st to make a change. But I know some people like are like that. So if you're ready to start this journey, or even if you've been on the journey, but you're needing some motivation to get back into it, I want you to say right now out loud or write down your why statement. Okay, so what is your why? Why are you doing this? Really think about it. And now if it doesn't pop into your head in like 0.5 seconds, it doesn't mean you don't have a why everyone has a why. But just really think about it. I'll give you some examples. Maybe your why is, because you have babies or small children at home who are starting to get into sports and you want to be able to run around with them in the yard. You want to be able to stay active, stay energized for them. Maybe it's that you're a nurse or a paramedic or you're someone that works in healthcare that wants to set good examples for their patients. That goes for teachers and their students too, right? And remember, I'm not talking about being the skinniest mom or nurse or teacher. I'm talking about your why for getting healthy, why you want to start or stay on this journey. Okay, got it? Great. Write it down somewhere. Maybe on a post-it note or put it in your gym bag, your car. Uh, Go on Canva and make a cute little screensaver out of it. That's what I like to do sometimes. Or this is a really good idea too. I love like, okay, say your why has something to do with like living a long, healthy life. Go on Pinterest and type in some keywords about your why in the search bar and pick out like a cute aesthetic pic that comes up or like maybe find a quote that goes along the same lines as your why and set that as your screensaver. So that way it's like kind of like a cute little secret that only you know about. It means more to you than anyone who's just reading over your shoulder and sees your screen saver, you know? So first things first is establishing your why. So we've done that. We wrote it down somewhere that we're going to see every day. Maybe put it on, you know, your mirror, wherever you brush your teeth, and you're not forgetting your purpose behind this plan and this journey. Okay, now, getting right into the whole routine thing. Starting off nice and harsh with one of my favorite quotes of all time, and one that really kicked me in the ass the first time I heard it. Ready? Nothing changes if nothing changes. It's one of my... Favorites, like one of my favorite quotes ever. I'm saying it again Nothing changes if nothing changes. If you don't like where you're at right now, and I don't care if that's your body, what you're eating, your routine, your job, your relationship, if you're not happy right now, why would you expect that it's going to magically make a change and suddenly become what you want without you making a conscious effort to make that change? Okay, so for example, you hate the way that you eat, okay? Who's the one that's putting food in your body every day? Who does your grocery shopping? Who decides to stop at McDonald's on the way home from work because you need a little treat? (laughs) I'm laughing right now because honestly, I'm just pretending that I'm talking to the old Dana. Like, boohoo, You had a long day at the office standing, you need a little french fry, a little McFlurry on the way home. And okay, this is in no way also like meant to say don't treat yourself, but you guys know I used to drink Starbucks every single morning. Like when I nannied, I drank Starbucks every day. That is not an exaggeration. My non-existent savings account can prove it. There are so many unnecessary calories in a Starbucks drink, you guys. I had to limit myself. I ended up taking it down just twice a week, and my body and my bank account thanked me. It's not that I shouldn't be treating myself to Starbucks. It's that the food and the amount of caffeine and sugar, especially starting the beginning of my day, made me feel like shit, you guys. So let's head right into the nutrition portion, establishing a routine. And this is just a portion of today, but I planned a whole episode for the future revolved around food and disordered eating. And I even plan to have my really good friend, Emma, who's a registered dietitian, hopefully on the podcast as a guest. Getting right into nutrition, establishing a routine with your eating habits. First and foremost, I always like to make this disclaimer. I am not a certified nutritionist. I'm not a registered dietitian. I have my NASM personal training certification. And within my scope of practice, I'm only allowed to offer generalized nutrition advice. So this is just what's worked for me. Number one, you're going to discover what foods make you feel good, what foods don't make you feel good, what gives you energy, etc. Limit those that make you feel bad. Okay, so you don't have to completely quit cold turkey. I'm not saying like, oh, Oreos kind of make me feel like shit, so I'm never going to eat them again. No. Did sitting down on your couch after work and eating a whole sleeve of Oreos make you feel like crap? Yeah, probably. Especially when it comes to all the sugar that's in them and just the way that it makes you feel, especially towards the end of the day. So we're only going to have two or three, whatever it is, just limiting yourself a little bit less than what you had yesterday makes you a little bit better today. Number two, meal prepping. Wait, I want to go back to that really quick. Chipotle is like one of my favorite post-workout snacks or not snacks, meals, I guess. Um, and it's something that I like to eat a lot after working out. I feel like gym talk put me on that, like a lot of heavy lifters like love to obviously eat Chipotle. But my thing is that I don't even get protein at Chipotle. Like I'm super weird. I literally eat a veggie bowl Chipotle. So I'm not even filling myself with a lot of protein unless they like load up on the beans and I don't even know to they like their black beans. But anyways, I'm <laughs> getting off topic. Um, Chipotle makes me feel like crap. Like I cannot sit down and eat a whole bowl without feeling really depleted of energy like a couple hours later. I don't know if anyone else is like that, but it just doesn't work like that for me. So I know that when I get Chipotle, I still get it because I crave it. I'm a human being, but I eat less of it. I don't sit down and scarf the whole bowl down anymore because I know that later on in the day, I'm going to feel like super, super low on energy. Speaking of Chipotle and eating out, let's talk about meal prepping and just doing ingredients. So one of my favorite fitness influencers, Sophie Pinella. She um, is on TikTok and Instagram, and she's just someone that I've always looked up to. I love watching her YouTube videos, and she has a lot on YouTube about meal prepping. She kind of taught me that you don't really need to meal prep like meals, okay? I know it's in the name, but you can meal prep ingredients and then use those ingredients for different dishes. Like, just meal prep chicken, and then you can have chicken on your salad. You could have chicken in a wrap. You could put chicken on rice, like just meal prep the ingredients. That's a really good place to kind of start, especially if you're new to it. Cause I know it can be like super, super intimidating. Another thing is that before you go to the grocery store, check what you have in the fridge. Okay. just, that's like kind of a bank account little tip, not really so much for like eating healthy, but use what you have in the fridge. You obviously don't want anything to go to waste. I want to talk and also make the list before you leave the freaking house. You guys like It's so, so hard to go up and down the aisles and not pick out something that you're like dying to have. I've been really big on Aldi lately because it's a pretty small store. You know, there's like three or four aisles, get up and down, you're in and out quick. And also, Instacart, this is not a plug, like would love to be sponsored by them, but I'm not. I use Instacart and they always have like deals for me on there. Like recently, I've had two instances where I could save $20 if I ordered my groceries online. So I literally saved... $20 just by ordering ordering them online and it was so easy to follow my list because all I had to do was type it into the search bar and hit go. You're not passing any of you know the cookies or the ice cream or like not that you can't have it again but just things that are are not on your list and you, and you don't want to throw yourself off, you know, whether it's because you're saving money or because you're trying to eat a little better, ordering your groceries online is also a really, really good idea. Calorie counting is also always an option. I used my fitness pal for a while, but now you have to like pay for the barcode scanner feature. And also I was aware of having obsessive tendencies with that. So be self-aware if you choose to track. If you feel like you are trying to track every piece of lettuce that goes in your body, we may need to take a step back. I have lots of TikToks um, over on my page that kind of go into that because I did struggle a little bit with that for a while. And again, that's something that I really want to add into my episode about nutrition and about disordered eating because I think we could go into that for, we could really like dive deep into that. And I don't want to spend the whole episode talking about nutrition because we definitely want to work on building a fitness routine as far as the gym goes here too. You also want to make sure that you're eating enough calories, especially if you're working out in addition to all the other things that you do throughout the day. I'd be happy, like I said, to include more information on, you know, in my episode about eating and nutrition if you're interested. And as always, you can always DM me on Instagram if there are specific things that I'm just kind of brushing over and you want me to talk more on. Okay, so we've got our nutrition pretty much underway. Let's move right into how to establish the fitness portion of our routine. Some people like working out at night. Some people prefer working out in the morning. If you're forcing yourself to get up and go to the gym at 5am and you hate every second of it, it's time to reevaluate. Okay, try doing it on your lunch break or maybe after you get off work, switch it up, switch up the times you go, switch up the kind of workouts you're doing. Some people prefer to go in the morning like myself. I find myself to have more energy throughout the day if I work out in the morning, but not everyone is like that. And remember, every single person is different. So just because your favorite influencer or some hot girl on the internet, you know, with a big butt and cute outfit on your For You page who goes to the gym at 4.30am and does cardio every day does not mean that that's exactly what you have to do in order to look like her. Side note. I need to talk about my biggest pet peeve on TikTok. I will see somebody on my For You page that has a killer freaking body. And I am just as guilty as the next person. I go straight to the comments. I'm like, oh my god, does she have a routine? Like, what is she doing? How does she look like that? And I'm immediately reminded when one of the top comments says, please tell me how, okay? If she tells you how, that does not mean that you are going to get that kind of body, okay? And this is another thing that I could talk about forever. Like, we all have different bodies, like very, very different bodies. And you don't even know her in person. Like, if you were able to work on her, with her one-on-one, you know, in person, like, you may be able to get more of a story. But she could respond and just be like, oh, like I ran every day, you know, for a month, kind of like I did. And you'd think that you would get a body like hers. And that's just, that's just not how it works. Like you need to do the research. You need to focus on your own body, what your body needs, work with a trainer, work with a nutritionist. Everybody is different. So just keep that in mind, just because you see some super built girl on your for you page. It doesn't mean that you'll never get there, but it also doesn't mean that if you do exactly what she does to a T, that you're going to get to that point. So now let's say we've decided whether you're a morning workout person or an evening workout person. If you haven't decided yet, try them both out and see what works best for you. See what you like better. Now let's talk about getting to the gym because trust me, sometimes just getting to the gym is the hardest part. Let's start with you morning people. And if you're a night person, stick around. Don't fast forward because a lot of these are still going to play into, you know, your routine as well. So let's say you've decided to go before work. You're going to get up and go to the gym before you go to work. Here's how you set yourself up for success. The night before You have to add packing a bag into your night routine. Don't forget to pack your lunch too. I'm sure we're all guilty of going out on our lunch breaks with friends from the office or whatever. Save that money, friend. Pack a lunch. Fill it with foods that make you feel good. Make you feel energized. I don't know about y'all, but anytime I would eat out on my lunch break when I used to work in an office, I just felt like super weighed down. Going back to that Chipotle reference. It would actually deprive me of my energy for the rest of the day. So be aware of what you pack for lunch. Set yourself up for success. You don't want the second half of your office day to feel like you're fighting for your life trying to stay awake then you lay out your clothes for the gym undies and all pack a bag if you're showering at the gym you want to make sure you have all your work clothes and everything that you need for work etc and then get ready for bed to set your alarm also keep a big glass of water next to your bed Shelby Sacco and Sad to Savage taught me that trick you guys will figure this out real quick Sad to Savage is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to Um, But when you wake up, your subconscious wants to hit the snooze button, so you're going to train yourself to grab that water instead, which forces you to sit up and drink it, making waking up just a little bit easier. And then here's the kicker. When your alarm goes off, you need to treat it the exact same way as if it was your alarm for work, okay? So let's say you have to be at work at 8 o'clock in the morning. Your alarm goes off at 6.30. Do you snooze it a million times or do you get up? Because you know you have to be on time for work or you're fired, right? Right? Why would you treat yourself any less than the way that you treat your boss or your coworkers? Act like the gym is your work. Act like the gym is your job. You have to get there and do it because you owe it to yourself, not because you owe it to your boss, because you owe it to yourself. So let's say you have to be at work at seven. Okay, so that means we gotta go to the gym at, I don't know, 5:30. It just depends on where the gym is and how much you're doing and whatever. So for this example, you had to be at work at seven, which means you got to be at the gym at 530. That means when your alarm goes off at 5am, because you don't need a whole ton of time to get ready because you already lit out your clothes. Maybe you take pre-workout, your vitamins, whatever. Quick throw on your clothes and get in the car. Okay. Your alarm goes off at five o'clock. You know that it is your time to be at the gym at 530 on the dot. You are not going to snooze that alarm. Okay. Maybe you're think- still thinking, Dale, that's not going to work. But like, I just know it. I know that I just, I don't believe that I owe myself. Okay. Let's go back to your why. Think about what your why is. Is it your kids? Are your kids worth it? Think about your kid tapping you on the shoulder as your alarm. Hey, mom, get up. I really want to go out and play. I really want to do this with you. I really want to. Think about your kid being your alarm. Now, are you more motivated to get up? Whatever your why is, put it back into why that alarm is going off. You owe it to yourself to be there on time, just like you owe it to your boss and your coworkers actually, I don't know your story. I don't know your story. Maybe you don't owe it to your boss. Sometimes people are in super toxic, you know, work environments. Maybe you don't want to be at work on time. That's okay. But whatever it is, there are certain people and certain things in life that you would never be late to. Okay. And take it from me, I'm late to forget everything, but there are still some people in my life that I would make sure that I'm there on time. Treat yourself with that kind of respect. Get up and go. Now let's talk about some smaller steps, okay? After all, this is day by day now. Let's say we're not really ready to just go zero to 100, okay? Because that's like a real life thing. I feel like sometimes we set these goals and we tackle them for a week or two and then we're burnt the fuck out, right? We definitely do not want to do that because that just sets us up for failure. We want to slowly but surely move our way into falling in love with this new routine, remember? So if you're not ready to go straight to the gym, let's just practice getting up earlier. Set your alarm for that time that you'll eventually get up and go to the gym Get up when it goes off and do something productive to start your day to really get your body into that habit. Go for a walk, eat something that makes your body feel good, take a shower, spend a little extra time getting ready, make yourself feel awesome, make a fancy coffee, just do something for yourself. Get into that habit of getting up early and making this time for you. If you have kids, can't really relate here, but that extra early hour in the morning may be the only time that you truly have to yourself. So take advantage of that. And then when you're ready, start transitioning into actually going to the gym or going to that workout class, whatever it is that will help you build that routine. Now, side note, kind of, this is another tip from the Sad to Savage podcast. If you're waking up early and you're thinking, I'm too tired for this, I don't have enough energy for the gym. Ask yourself, do you not have enough energy for the gym or do you just not have enough energy, period? Chances are you don't have any energy because you stayed up late scrolling on TikTok or you didn't feel your body properly the day before or you didn't take your medicine or you drink too much caffeine, stop blaming the gym for being the reason that you don't have any energy. You have to be setting yourself up for success. It is a process and it takes a little bit of time to get to the habit, but I promise you, you can do it. Okay, so you establish you're a morning person for the gym, you packed your lunch, you packed your bag, you got up, your alarm went off, you're at the gym. Now what? Do I just open TikTok and like copy the first workout I see on my free page? No, silly. You're gonna open your notes app and refer to the plan that you already created for yourself. Now, if you need help writing a plan, no worries. I got you covered. I have three four-week-long guides over on my socials that will help you get started. You can check the link in my bio or on, um, over on Insta or on TikTok. I can create a whole other episode on writing a workout plan and creating a split. Like, what even is a split? I got you, girl. We can talk about that in an upcoming episode, I promise. I also have a video on my YouTube channel, too, that talks and explains splits. Another quick piece of advice, too, is like if you're going to go to the gym and you're weightlifting or you're doing cardio or you're going to this like cycling class because your friend forced you to do it with her and it was cheap on class pass or I don't know and you hate it, switch it up. I cannot say that loud enough, y'all. Like, do you know how many times I thought I hated working out just because I was doing the wrong thing at the gym? There is no right way to working out, you guys. Okay, like there's obviously a right and wrong form. Like I don't want any of y'all hurting yourselves on form. But you would be shook, like shook to the core to find out how many different ways moving your body can be is working out. Go for a walk, buy one of those walking pads and walk at home. Dance, take a dance class, dance to a video game like DDR or whatever. Weightlift, find a group fitness class that you like. There's yoga, Pilates, Orange Theory, cycling, boot camps, CrossFit, use the elliptical at the gym, use the rowers, use the treadmills, try it all. I guarantee that you will find something. Another tip that I've learned is tricking your mind, though I think it's called habit stacking, where you basically pair something you really like to do with something you don't really want to do. Like, let's say at the end of your lift, you don't really want to go on the treadmill for 30 minutes, but you know it'd be a good end to your workout. Hop up on that tread, pull up your favorite YouTuber or an episode of The Bachelor that you missed, get on TikTok, start scrolling, or bring your favorite book too. I don't want to promote like only screen time. Pair it with something that you want to do and have that be your time to listen. You know what I hate so much in the mornings? Driving to work. It's a long commute. I'm tired. I feel like I'm going to fall back asleep, but that is my time to listen to my favorite podcast. So I started pairing those two together, and now I love my commute to work. Like dead ass. I really look forward to it because it's my time to spend with my favorite podcaster. <laughs> okay, switching up to those that like to work at at night. We're going to pack a bag same thing, at night before we get up to go to work, pack a bag with your gym clothes so you can go straight from work. Make sure to pack a bar or something, like a protein bar, have a full water bottle, whatever. If you take pre-workout, make sure that that's with you too. I'm just thinking of all the excuses. Like, oh, I don't have my super special water bottle that I need specifically on like days. No, we have it all, sis. We are ready to go. There's no excuses. We're going straight after work. Same thing with my morning people. When you get there, you're gonna pull out the plan that you have. You have to have a plan, you guys. You have to have a plan, especially if you struggle with gym anxiety. And again, gonna have a whole nother episode on gym anxiety and like what to do about struggling with other people and what they're thinking about you. But similar to how we practiced not going zero to 100 with the morning people, <clears throat> we're just gonna add the gym to our route home. Okay, so let me explain. I know I talked a little bit with the morning people about how we're not gonna go zero to 100. So maybe just set your alarm and get up early and do something for yourself, okay? That's what you could do if you decided that you're a morning person. But if you're a night person, something we could do to just get into the habit of going to the gym is simply adding, passing the gym on your route home. So I don't care if it's out of your way. You're gonna go out of your way. You don't even have to stop, get out of your car. You don't even have to do a membership yet. Just get in the habit of passing by. Eventually, your brain is going to be like, okay, how many times do we have to? Like, come on, come on, let's go. We got this. We're going to go in, we'll get a membership. Even if you just walk in and walk out, walk in, use their bathroom, use their shower, walk out. Walk in, get on the tread, get on the bike, stay five minutes, 10 minutes, and walk out. Whatever it is, just get yourself in the habit of going. You don't have to show up, get a membership, and start squatting 250. Okay. Like we don't need to go zero to hundred. Okay. Circling back. I feel like I've just been like talking a million miles a minute. I'm a pretty fast talker actually. And I was listening to my podcast that I did last week and I was like, okay, daily, you really need to slow down because I forget that there's no like subtitles on here. All right. So whether you're one of my morning people or night people, whenever you start, especially if you're taking it slow, just go in, do your thing, baby steps, literal baby steps, you guys. And there is a huge difference in motivation versus discipline. I can talk about this for freaking hours, y'all. I used to preach this on my TikTok so freaking much. I swear if you scroll back enough, you'll find it. I need to do more videos on this. But basically, motivation versus discipline. Motivation is, you know, you get a little burst of energy that makes you want to go do something. Maybe you hear your favorite hype song or you see your friend who's who's working out and you want to work out with her or you see someone on your for you page that lasts 30 seconds that's like, mm, that's my motivation to work out. But that song, that friend, that stranger on the internet is not the one pulling you out of bed every morning. You're the one setting your alarm. You're the one getting your ass up and putting your gym clothes on. You're the one driving yourself to the gym. You're the one fueling your body with foods that make you feel good. It is all up to you at the end of the day. There is no such thing as motivation. It is hard work and it is discipline. And you guys have it in you because you've made it this far in your life. You need discipline to get this far you did your homework when you were asked, you turn in assignments at work when you're asked, you have obeyed your parents, you've, you know, you have responsibilities every single day, you need to start training yourself in the gym and taking care of your body as an added responsibility. I wish that we were taught that, like, in school growing up, just like we are every other thing that we have to take care of in this life. Like, I don't feel like we were taught enough how to take care of our own selves. Like, so annoying. It's so annoying because I just feel like people neglect themselves so easily. And I, I 100% stand here with you because that was me for a good chunk of my time, my entire college career. I just did what everyone else was doing, drinking, eating burgers, eating tacos, whatever. And again, doesn't mean you can't eat burgers, can't eat tacos. It just means you need to start taking care of yourself and putting yourself first. All right. So we're going to stay disciplined, friends. We're going to stay disciplined. Remember your why. Remember where you're going and why you decided to make this change. I believe in you. You got this. Remember that freaking why, you guys. I'm always here for you. Always, always. DM on Instagram whatever you're doing to keep yourself accountable and I'll hold you to it. I mean it. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'll know exactly what you're talking about. Tell me what you are going to do, even if it's just one step, to hold yourself accountable and I'm going to hold you to it. Okay, moving right on along here, if you were at the last episode, you know that I'm going to plan to do a Q&A at the end of every episode. Just like take a little Q&A, you know, from my stories and answer someone's question. Um, so today is from Emma. I love this one. I feel like it fits pretty well in this topic for today. She asks, what is the biggest non-physical change you've noticed since starting your journey? I have to say my energy, like the way I carry myself The amount of things that I can get done in a day, my mental and physical energy. Because that's like, sometimes you feel either mentally or physically drained. And I just truly feel like regularly moving my body has truly done wonders for my energy. And in turn, my sleep. Like I have absolutely no problem falling asleep at night and staying asleep. So I would definitely say my energy probably is my number one favorite thing that's changed other than my physical appearance. Friends, that is it for today. I freaking love every single one of you. Thank you so, so much for listening to this podcast. And I hope that this helped a little bit. Remember that I am here to share, to teach, to encourage and to support. I am so, so proud of you. And I'm super excited to continue this journey with y'all till next time. Bye guys.